Folks, it's me, Dave Wakeman, and welcome to another edition of the Business of Fun podcast. My guest today is a one by the name of Melinda Holmes, and we talk about customer service and customer experience. Uh, so she's great. Uh, she has a really cool special offer that she makes, and I will tell you about that in a moment. But first, let me tell you about my brand new website, DaveWakeman.com, has been completely reinvented, uh, reimagined, reinvigorated, every re in the world. Um, and to celebrate that, I am making an offer, and I'm offering listeners of the Business of Fun podcast 30 days of free email coaching with me because I am going to use the um, WooCommerce site that I've created to launch some new products and experiences and ways for people to work with me, to connect with me, and to uh, gain more value from our relationship. So email me, daviddavewakeman.com, and I will set you up with 30 days of free email coaching. Uh, No strings attached, okay? Completely free. It's a way for me to promote the site. Thank you for listening for over the years and to, you know, hopefully get us all pointing in a new direction. So it's going to be great. So Dave at DaveWakeman.com. Hook up with my friends at Booking Protect, the global leaders in refund protection. Uh, As I have mentioned, Simon told me that the refund protection rate has doubled since the pandemic, meaning that people are buying refund protection at twice the rate that they were before the pandemic. This points out that people are looking for the peace of mind that refund protection provides and uh, it's an opportunity for you to create create better service, give the people peace of mind, and it's a revenue source for your organization. So hook up with those folks at BookingProtect.com. Talk to Kat, Kath, Haley, uh, Simon, whomever. They're all great. It's a great product, great people, and customers love it. Um, as you are listening to this, uh, check it out. I'll be at Ticket Summit from August 15th to 17th. I'm doing a panel on pricing, about beating the race to the bottom with some great people from around the ticketing industry. Get your tickets at TicketSummit.com. Make sure you're there. It's going to be the largest Ticket Summit ever, and it's going to be 1,300 people. So people are trying to come back, get tickets going again. Check it out, TicketSummit.com. I've talked about research a lot here. A few months ago, I had a chance to chat with Patrick Ryan from Eventelect, and we were talking about market research. And we were talking about a specific part of market research called Net Promoter Score. Patrick said, oh, we love the Net Promoter Score at Eventelect, and ours is 77, which is unbelievable. Uh, For the Business of Fun podcast, I need to do a Net Promoter Score survey. But for the Talking Tickets newsletter, which you can get at talkingtickets.substack.com, it's 67. Um, Anything over 20 is outstanding. So 77 is fantastic. Um, We put together a worksheet. So in partnership with Eventelect, we have created a Net Promoter Score worksheet, which explains Net Promoter Score to you, gives you some context around it, and tells you how to run a survey for your own. So you can get qualitative and quantitative research about and data from your market. So you can make better decisions. You can create new value. Uh, and you can find out what your customers really value about working with you. It's a pretty good indicator about whether or not your business is um, growing staying the same or maybe going to start to decline because if you track the number over time it teaches you about the state of your business so send me an email daviddavewakeman.com and i will get you that worksheet from me and eventelect finally i want you to check out activate the new tool from activity stream that'll help you take your email marketing uh up a couple notches uh powered by the same activity stream 
platform that allowed you to create magic moments for your customers, Activate is going to be a really good tool for you coming out of the pandemic when you need to re-engage your audiences, uh, drive revenue, and connect your, your, your audience back together again. So check them out, activitystream.com. So back to Melinda Holmes. And Melinda is the customer experience coach at Above the Lead. Uh, that's her fancy way of saying that Above the Lead is her business. And she is a great resource on customer service. Uh, she has offered to you a gift to download, to discover the secret gold mine to increase revenue uh, that most businesses miss. And you can find that at AboveTheLead.com. And it is a... Um, and it's a, there's a 30-minute session included where she walks you through some of her customer service ideas. I can't encourage you to take her up on this offer any more than I'm doing right now. So take her up on the offer by visiting her at Above the Lead. Because in her research, right, she has found that retention of 5% equals uh, creates tremendous amounts of new sales. Um, happy customers increases your sales. Um, you know, data... And customer perception helps show you how to provide people better customer service. Uh, fulfilling customer needs, the power of bonding and connecting with your customers. Uh, these are all things she talks about and that like her research and her work with organizations around the world teaches her about. Um, one of the key things that we talk about is how a great customer is really at its heart a long-term relationship. Um, Customer service is the heartbeat of any company um, and that you need and want to be different. And one of the key ways to do that is through your customer service. Um, the best way to deliver good customer service is by asking. Um, you know, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We talked about um, finding out how to connect with customers, how to get feedback from customers, um, you know, segmentation of customers, you know, what an investment in good customer services looks like. Um, you know, this is really good because one of the things when I was first starting out that I was curious about was like offering people better tools to be better customer ser customer service professionals, because I've always felt that like customer service is probably the best form of marketing. You know, so without anything more for me, here's my conversation with Melinda Holmes on the Business Fun Podcast. I'm excited to welcome Melinda Holmes to the Business of Fun podcast. Melinda, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Now, this is going to be awesome because um, I didn't tell you this in the in the start because I wanted to surprise you on this. But, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, too. So, oh, yes. <laughs> not originally. I originally from Georgia, but I, I lived in Brooklyn for a, while, for a long time. I lived in Greenpoint before it was like, oh. taken over by the hipsters. Um, so right. Old school totally Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That is a nice surprise. Yeah, you uh, see. So I we have stuff Brooklyn to night. talk about. That's right. <laughs> Brooklyn yes, to the house. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, so I, nice. I still self-identify as a New Yorker. So, you know, that, that's like yes. no um, mystery to the people who listen to this thing. Um, right. Right. We're going we're to talk about customer service today. And it's something that is always important. Coming through the pandemic, it's probably even more important because you have a chance most of the people listening to this are in sports or concerts, theater, some kind of entertainment venue. Um, it's a chance to reintroduce you and your product or ser and services to your market after a period of forced, you know, I guess, you know, not being able to get together. You know, you're forced separation. Um, I'm curious because I have a 
philosophy of customer service that says, I think it's probably one of the best forms of marketing because, it, you know, the touch points that people go through in their decision making process usually are a lot longer and impacted by small things like great customer service than we realize. Um, you know, but I'm curious as somebody who focuses only on customer service, do you have a philosophy of customer service that you can talk about? Yes, I do. Uh, as far as my philosophy, I feel like, well, I know <laughs> that providing great customer service is the foundation to creating a long-term relationship with your customers, uh, creating an experience using customer service so that they keep coming back for more and you build a community. So I see customer service as the heartbeat of any company. It's as important as any other part of the company. So it's just very important that when you're thinking about your business and your growth, that you're implementing and finding out what your customers need and find out what they want and then look and see what services and what experiences you can provide for your customers. Because if it's not like I have a saying that I say that customers are the ones that pay the salaries. So without the customers, there is no business. So you have to make sure like a plant that you nurture your customers so that it grows, so that your customer uh, base grows. And you brought up this idea of needing to talk to your customers and needing to understand them because you have to find out what they want and need. So uh, this is something I talk about. And so a lot, because what I have found from my work and my research is that like most of the time, if I try to put myself in the position of my customer, what I think they want and need is entirely different than what they really are finding valuable or want and need from, you know, mm -hmm. the product or service I'm giving them. Is that your experience or is, do you have a, an entirely different experience in that regard? Right, right. So we can all assume and say, yes, this is what I think they want and need. But the best way to find out is to ask. So you can do that by having very specific surveys that are very specific to get very detailed information about your customer's experience, whether it's when they enter into a show or venue, um, how the experience is, uh, and reaching out directly to customers um, based on especially your your customers that really support your business that they come and they support your events and you see that they're the top customers the top attendees the fans um, the audience you definitely want to segment your list and find out from those like what do they like what do you want to keep doing what do you want to keep implementing what do they want to see you improve on because getting the information directly from your customers is the key and there's so much resource and even in your staff even with your staff your frontline staff members have a lot of source a lot of resource and a lot of data that you can get because they are on the front lines and they have direct experience with your customers. They're hearing their comments. They're interacting with them directly. So you want to get the feedback from your staff as well as your customers. I mean, you're preaching my language, Melinda. But what, <laughs> <laughs> I know you did a lot of research, though, before you came on the podcast, which I was like, oh, this is Melinda's too good for me. But the one the, <laughs> the one thing you, you brought up that I thought things very interesting, you're like, oh, let, you know, start with small stuff, right? And it, 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 it's talking, you know, listening to your staff, right? The way I teach people, and, I, and I'm curious to see how you teach people to do this, because it sounds like we have a similar philosophy on this, is like start by watching how people engage with your venue, your business, right? See how they're using and reacting to 
lines or, um, you know, prices or, you know, the process of, mm-hmm. you know, buying something, right? right? Understand what it is there. And then you can go and like those people you're talking about, the really like strong advocates or the people who are kind of like in the middle or even the people who like only occasionally go, you can ask them very specific questions and then you can build out the surveys. Or is there a different process that you follow along with, with your clients? Mm-hmm. I think surveys are great. Uh, they're great ways, even sending out and I know with with manpower, it may not be possible, but even like a few, like if even if you commit to three a day and send out an email, a direct email and just have a conversation through email or even going back to old school <laughs> and picking up the phone and, and, and saying, hi, you know, I really, really appreciate you. You know, you've been coming to this to this game for the past 10 years. We want to get your feedback. Thank you for for being a fan and and just getting feedback and 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 customers will love that and they'll they'll be taken back like wow (laughs) so commit to like even if it's five a week um even if you have a staff member help and 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 uh you know uh basically manage that task um it's possible so there's just many ways and and sometimes just getting information directly because a survey is great uh but sometimes just hearing a few uh through a conversation or through an email is is even more impactful no, you you said it really well, right? You have to be as little as five a week, right? You send an email to one customer a day, and you say, "Hey, look, I want to know how it was when you came, right? I mean, right. how much would you learn? I I mean, I do that, right? Even now with like my consulting stuff, I send people emails all the time. Let me go. Let me ask you this, you know, or how did this work, you know, or like when when we did this training or this coaching session, you know, what did you apply? What didn't you apply? It doesn't have to be huge because, again, I'm going to I'm going to re- share my experience and then ask you either how it differs or is the same or like a little off from from yours is. You know, I spend a lot of time like getting these small pieces of data, right? So like one individual or like seeing a group or a pair of people. Right. And then I build off of it so that like. I can take that little one piece, one nugget and see if that's like translated across bigger audiences because right. it could be something that like only a, maybe 20% of your audience or your fans are dealing with and you don't see it because, you know, 20% might slip through the crack, but 20% is a huge number at the same right. time, right? So if you don't, if you, mm-hmm. you might not ask for it if you start with a big survey. So it's best just to go directly to people and go, let me know what's going on. You know, right. if you have a problem or like there's something you want to talk about that's good or bad, let me know. And you'd be amazed at how 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 important that information is, especially the thing about listening to your staff, because they are the front line to your customers. But exactly. You, you know, how did how, I mean, how how does you know, is that like sort of is that how does that approach differ? You know, or is it the same or like how do you build on something like that? Mm-hmm. So as far as building on like as far as differing between the staff and and getting information through email or like the different um type of customers that that you have well you i think to me right and this is a it was a clumsy question melinda so (laughs) but b it's like i'm sort with me it's just sort of like um i would put it the idea of always being in the market doing research, right, is something that grounds mm-hmm. my philosophy of marketing and strategy. So that's, you know, that's like probably the important thing. 
You know, so right. I don't necessarily really separate them into different groups. I look at them as like just that, like, you know, if I have a, let's say a ticket taker, you know, somebody's mm-hmm. like going, oh, you know, like these lines clog up around this time. Mm-hmm. And it seems to frustrate people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I would go take that piece of data and I'd go to a, I'd just cherry pick, not cherry pick, but um, go out and figure out, talk to a couple people, you know, fans or customers and say, hey, mm-hmm. look, you know, what's really frustrating you or what do you really love? And then I would mm-hmm. listen to see if that challenge that was laid out by one of my, one of my staff is reflected to me in the conversations I'm having. And then if it's reflected in those conversations, then I'm probably going to go and talk to, um, you know, maybe a group of people pull together a group of five or six people, right. Buy them a mm-hmm. hot dog or a drink or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And then from mm-hmm. there, if it, if, if it's, I see a theme, then I'm probably going to do a survey because, you know, and, and so like, I guess like, you know, when I'm asking about how to build it, you know, what is the process of building these things? Because you and I both are not data people, right? We mm-hmm. just, we just know how to interpret the data and listen for signals. You know, so I'm looking for like, you know, when you're doing, walking through this, you know, what are some of the signals that, that, you know, push you to, to look for change or to help push people towards making change? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I would say the first thing, like as far as setting everything up, um, I, I definitely agree. All customers are important and you should get feedback from everyone because every customer has a perspective that you definitely have to take in consideration. Because if, if you have a customer that uh, or, or uh, you know, attendee to an event, whether it's a show or a restaurant um, and they and they don't return, it, it may be good to to collect their information and 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 reach out to them. So a lot of times when you go into venues, they have a, a little, now they have the tablets where you can get their information when they come in and they'll say, Hey, you know, would you like to be on our email list to find out about our promotions? That's a great way to capture your custom, your, uh, your fan or your attend the audience right then and there. Um, so that you can reach out to them after the show or after the event and say, hey, how was everything? So I think collecting data as soon as possible, as far as the, the customer information, for one, is, is important um, to get because you don't know. They may never come back. So you want to get that information so that you can connect with them to, to find a way to get them to come back. So that's, that's one thing. And then I think it is important to segment your, 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 your customers. So um, having the the high high end customers and then having the middle ones that are you know okay you know so so engaged and then ones that you haven't uh, that they haven't supported your 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 establishment in a while um, because as they say you know you, you focus on a certain percentage that is generating x amount of income you, you want to make sure you you give them like a VIP and and you find out what they're what what they love so that they come back because they're the largest supporters of your establishment. But then you also want to engage in the middle um, to see how you can turn those middle <laughs> segments into your VIP as well. Mm-hmm. And and then you get great feedback um, from someone who never comes back or someone who seldomly supports your establishment to say what what can we do better so that you can transition them. Or like you say, like, even if someone doesn't, you know, some, some customers are just not going to be happy. <laughs> just, just being, being, the, being the real. Truth. I mean, some, they're just people that you give them the sun and the moon and they're like, no, this is still not acceptable. You know, there's sometimes you just have to step away and say, okay, thank you. We appreciate your business. 
and have a great day. But even those, you, even those customer interactions, you can learn something from. So I think, you know, just on, from a data perspective, being able to segment it visually and data wise, you're, it, it's more organized so that you could say, okay, this is the feedback we have from this group. And you don't have to group it the way I gave an, ex an example. You can group it how you feel is the most beneficial. Mm -hmm. um, it can be, you know, someone who usually gets tickets in this section or someone who usually comes in the fall. Like you can segment how you see fit. And but it just visually it's easier and you can organize your data and, and be able to make better decisions on how you want to provide great customer service or an experience to your customers. So I would say that that step would be to segment the list so that you can see like, OK, who am I? Um, basically focusing on and, and getting that data from them. And then, you know, like you say, the staff, um, mm -hmm. getting feedback from the staff, asking your staff, um, like I'm working with a company now and they have a set feedback in their application so that the feedback is already there. It's like a list of like 20 things. So when they have an interaction with a, with a customer and the customer gives them unsolicited feedback, they're able to enter it into the system and that data is being collected daily. So and it's real time. So you don't even have to go back and ask, uh, you know, do you remember what the interaction was? You can get that information real time if possible. Like even if it's a stadium or if it's a theater, maybe when they log out or they leave for the day, have them fill out a, a quick sheet so, so that it's real time and you're getting daily feedback on their interactions with with the customers. Um, so I think real time is very important because as you know, our memories, <laughs> as much as we want to have great memories, sometimes it's just not, um, you know, to, to wait too long to get that real time feedback. So is, is great. And then once, once you get that feedback, especially looking at numbers, you want to look at, um, let's say you have customers and there were, let's say a hundred attendees came, uh, for one game on a Friday or came for a play or a show. Uh, you want to see like, okay, how often are these customers coming back? And you want to see that trend because if you're seeing that you're spending a lot of time and effort uh, marketing and advertising and getting new customers to come, you know, based on a certain percentage as far as like your churn rate, you, you definitely want to look at that. So you do have to pay attention not only to sales, but from a customer standpoint, how many repeat attendees and customers are you getting from month to month because it, it's very expensive it, it's it can be like five to 25 times more expensive to acquire a new customer than it is to mm -hmm. keep a current customer so it, it's really you want to keep the customers you have when they come in the door it's like okay i'm gonna have you for life <laughs> i'm gonna um so i want to nurture you i'm gonna have you for life because it, it takes so much time and effort and, and marketing and, and money to, to, to get a new customer. So you want to, you know, the ones that come through the door, you want to treat them <laughs> um, like gold and make them feel special and, and appreciated so that they, you know, they come back. So, um, right. and, mm -hmm. the, and the thing about it is too, is like even, and I don't know if the statistic is really, uh, is accurate or, or, I know it gets thrown around, so we'll use it in the, in the with that with that sort of caveat on it. But a customer that gets treated poorly talks to probably like ten times more people than right. the customer that's exactly happy. yes. And it's the it's the flip side right. of the NPS score, right. right? So like the net promoter, right. like you want the promoters, but like you also if you you know you really like upset somebody. They'll, they're going to destroy you, um, right. especially now in social media, because it's very easy. It's much easier for people to like savage you than to talk about the great things. 
right? Because nobody ever like, or not, I won't say nobody, but it's much, much rarer that you get the feedback like, oh my God, Melinda was so great when I came to the right. thing. Dave was so <laughs> awesome. No, Dave was a jerk, which is probably true, but that's besides the point. Uh, now, what would you exactly. tell me? What? Oh, you're not supposed to agree with that. Come on, man. I thought I'd been nice to you. But it's no. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, no, I, I'm I'm ready. I'm listening. Oh yeah, no, I'm just messing around with you so, because because it is so so important, it, you know. And it's um, it, yes, you get the yeah. people that are like willing to sing your praises. Mm-hmm. It's a great. It, it creates all these great marketing outcomes and all of these right. positive impacts. But right. the one challenge that, I, and I'm almost certain that you deal with this a lot because I know anytime I mention customer service to people, um, mm-hmm. outside of what, if I ever am in a Four Seasons, uh, because they don't have a problem <laughs> with this at all, is you know people talk about well it's so expensive to deliver great customer service or it's like what about the costs of, de- of 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 delivering on customer service or it would just be too expensive to do these things. How do you deal with that objection? Because I tell them it's BS. Mm-hmm. It's it's an investment, hands down. Customer service is is an is an investment to any successful business that that wants to have growth. Uh, when you invest in anything, it's it's something that you want to see grow. And there are a lot of times that we invest in things that don't grow. <laughs> so customer service, as far as the experience, can be free. Um, yes, you can use fancy technologies and CRMs and all types of software and you can hire, you know, different type of consultants and things. But a, a lot of it is 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 just giving the customer a, a, a great experience and, and making them leave like if, with, with just like that that warm, bubbly feeling. Like if you can just think of the last venue and establishment, I know because of COVID we haven't been going out as much but if you can just think about uh, the last place that you the last establishment that you went to and you were just wowed and you yeah. were just like I didn't have to worry about oh the service is bad I want to speak to a manager it was just like flawless it was like you read my mind like this is this is great <laughs> you know and 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 it's it, it's a uh, it's it can be free I mean yes there's technologies like I said but providing that service is not expensive and any money that you're putting into it, even with the statistic that I gave, like, for example, like increasing retention by 5%, just if just doing the math, like if you just look at your numbers and you look at what your sales was last month, by increasing uh, retention by 5%, it can increase your profits from 25 to 75%. So if you look at the numbers as far as like what you may be putting in in some technology to automate your systems, uh, maybe to enhance the training for your staff or... Uh, just to give a few benefits to your customers, like discounting. If you do the math over the course of time by having a great reputation, that's priceless. I mean, if you look at, <laughs> I've heard like even like, let's say Apple computer, the, how many glitches has the iPhone had, <laughs> you know? And and um, people still are, they're faithful to, to, to iPhones. They're faithful to Apple because because of the experience that they get, they have that loyalty and they have that community mm-hmm. and, and they have that, as, but, but they just didn't do that overnight, you know, and, and that is the same thing that every company has, 
has the ability to do, has the potential to do. So it's an investment. So yes, it, you know, anything we've purchased could be expensive. You know, we could purchase cars, we could purchase houses, a vacation. Um, and, and those are just purchases. So when, when you talk about, or even in businesses, there, there are a lot of things that businesses purchase, but customer service is essential and, it, and it's required um, to have that experience. So, and to, to have your customers uh, come back. And, and like you say, word of mouth is, is so important. A lot of people will, uh, you know, talk about things when they see negative things. So right. it's like, you wanna make sure that you have your business intact um, like for example, I went to a, a a hotel for my friend's birthday, and the hotel room, the hotel was under renovation. Mm-hmm. We go into the hotel, <laughs> and it's a beautiful lobby. It's a resort. It's not just a hotel. It's a resort. Um, it's a beautiful lobby, and they have this high end restaurant, and everybody is friendly, and everybody's nice, and and you know our room wasn't ready, so that was one thing. And then we're like, okay, we'll just wait you know, hang out, you know, hang out and wait. Finally, the room was ready. We go into the room and they were under renovation. They had like these uh, tape, these huge big tape masks over the windows, which made the window, made the room look really dreadful. And then the, the room just looks like it was just in dire need of renovation. And and this is a resort. So I had to call the customer service desk and, and the whole process took a whole a whole hour and then it took it got to the point that a manager had to come up to the room to see the room and the manager ended up comping us for the room but you know what I said to him was that this room shouldn't have even been rented out this is not even a rent this is not even a room that that someone should have even have been in so a lot of times customer service is a lot of um being proactive and preventative than than waiting for something to occur as well and that will save you a lot of time and money because think about all that, you know, the money the hotel is losing from these rooms that they're trying to, you know, uh, give out. And then so a lot of times when you have a customer service uh, experience, when you have a customer service, a very strong foundation in your customer service, in the long run, you end up sending a, uh, spending a lot less money trying to fix problems, uh, trying to make up for the mistakes that are made Um you want to have an intact customer service from the staff, from from the experience that they have, uh, all the way from the from the first touch that the customer has, from the time that they walk in, to during the time that they're experiencing in your establishment, and to the time that they leave. You want it to be flawless because that way, you're you're preventing a lot of issues and possible complaints. So yes, it, it's definitely. It's not costly, <laughs> um, and 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 it's beneficial. It's, it's definitely beneficial, and you do have to do your homework because there there are different levels, and depending on where the establishment is, um, you may just have to invest a little bit more. Um, let's say if you're looking for a consultant or or um, you're looking for software, but at the end of the day, when you do the math, it, it definitely is a great investment. You get what you pay for in a lot of cases, but you brought up <laughs> right. a, a really t- it's it's. It's often like way more expensive to fix the problem, and you may right. never fix it because I was as you were talking about the hotel and like getting a, a bad hotel experience. It gave me flashbacks of this place that uh, we tried <laughs> to take my wife for her fiftieth birthday. Um, I shouldn't say that. I'm gonna scratch the fifty thing. Um, 
Like, we, we 50 is a great number. 50 yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Uh, no, no, but we went to the Montage in Palmetto Bluff, and it was one of the worst hotel experiences I've ever had. Um, and then for, and you compare it to, and so we'll never go to another Montage hotel. That's just the way it is. Um, <laughs> but then you compare that with like, and she's still mad about this, actually, in fact, because for my wow. 40th birthday, um, she, she was like, oh, we're going to go to the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills. And the Four Seasons, like, anticipated these things. And, like, it was, like, a flawless experience. Um, you, you know, it, it, and the thing is, is, like, for any special occasion now, where are we going to go? We're going to go to the Four Seasons. Uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> so you win that right business. Mm-hmm. And exactly. It, you know, it is just so important. And another way that I frame it for people is that, like, just because something is cheap or free, it doesn't mean it's cheap or free. Right. And, and that brings me up to the topic of like investing in your staff and treating your staff well. Right. Um, because they are really the conduits that your customer service flows through. Right. And if you don't treat your staff well and you don't invest in them and their well-being and, their, you know, and, and their skills, you know, you might think you're saving money because everybody can be good at customer service or they have just a great customer service attitude. That's not exactly how that works. Or am I wrong? Absolutely. Absolutely. Your customer service comes from your staff, whether it's the customer service that comes from the front line um, or over the phone. It it is so important to have a well-trained, well-functioning, organized staff uh, that, that are speaking directly with your customers. I mean, just, just like, just for example, like, you know, anyone that has children or, or niece or nephew, you're not just going to have anyone <laughs> babysit your child or your niece or nephew. I know I'm just not going to give anyone to my nephew. I'm going to ask a lot of questions, do a background check. I'm going to make sure that this, that, that you know, they are well capable and, and that my nephew will be in good hands. And you need to have that same concept when it comes to your customers. When when you have someone speaking to your customer or interacting with your customer, uh, you want to make sure that your customer is in good hands. If you're not in the room, you want to be able to be at peace knowing that they will be well taken care of. And it comes from how well the staff is treated as well and, and mm-hmm. what support and resources they have. Like I've, I've gone into stores and, and gone, you know, to different establishments and and a lot of times I can tell how the custom how how the the staff is treated and whether they're happy working there or not by the way they interact with me. <laughs> and then I could even like hear like a comment here or there like oh I'm, I'm trying to have me work this amount of time and I haven't had a lunch break yet or you know. So it, it's 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 really important to hear your staff the same way you hear your customers and it should be looked at as the way you provide customer service to your customers. You, you're providing a, a level of service to your staff because when they know that you care about them, like, like I say, um, if you take care of your customers, they will take care of you. And it's the same thing. If you take care of your staff, they will take care of your customers. So it is so important to provide not just a, a job for the staff members, but, but to provide a, like a place of work. A, a career and 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 you know have them feel that way like even like there, there's cer- certain establishments that although they may just be like a barista or uh you know a, a rest they, they have like this this high level of 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 setup that they have mm-hmm. for their their job so it's like I, they they have a career 
not just a job. And and so you want to make sure that you find out and check in with them, uh, whoever their supervisors may be, to see how the customers are. And I mean, I'm sorry, how the, the staff is and even right. speak directly with some of the staff members. Uh, does it informally just say, hey, how's it going? And and the staff members believe me because I've, I've worked in a few uh, call centers. They will be very vocal <laughs> <laughs> and they will not hesitate. Like, don't feel like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm an executive and, you know, they're not going to, or I'm a manager. They they're, 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 going, they're going to be intimidated to speak yeah. with me or they won't give me the truth. Yes, they will. They will be very upfront and they will tell you everything what's going on. And and you, like, like I love that show, um, uh, undercover boss because they go in <laughs> my son is addicted they, to that <laughs> i love that show <laughs> and they get so much you know they get so much information and they're able to see exactly what's going on and not only are they hearing it but they're experiencing it as well yeah. and i also recommend that um you know so when you want to implement an improvement uh you know kind of program for your staff members Work, you know, on the front lines for one day. Um, speak with some of the customers um, for one day. Um, a lot of the call centers, I well, not just talking about call centers, but establishments that I've worked for, some of the managers will, like, take one day a month and, and uh, be on the front lines just to get that direct experience and see what it's like. And then that way you can give a lot more insightful um, suggestions when, when you want to have improved training having um you know making sure that your staff uh they they have ways and means that they can you know have stress relievers and and ways to clear their mind because if they're stressed they're not going to provide that great service to your customers right. if they feel like they're unfulfilled and and underpaid they're, they're not going to give the the customers that that a service and um there are creative ways i understand like i worked in restaurant um in restaurants and and the different type of establishments where the staff is is slim and it's and it's really hard to you know keep staff on board and and um, you know resources are slim, uh, but there are creative ways that you can do that. The same thing with customer service; you don't have to spend a whole lot of money, but if they know that you're making the effort and you're and you're planning and you're providing what they need and want. Um, they will buy in and they will be 100% on board as long as they know you're making an effort. So they're not expecting like a luxury vacation every year and, <laughs> you know, two only months me. of vacation. <laughs> I'm the only one expecting that. <laughs> but if, if you have a, a, a wellness day and, and plan around the scheduling ahead of time and, and, ha- and give them like two hours of just like unpaid time to, to just do uh, what they, I'm sorry, paid time, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to 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 uh, just reset, have like a spa day. Like you can be creative, and and that may not be possible for all establishments, but you can find what what is possible and and be creative with it without spending resources. So it is very important to invest in your staff because it is an investment. Because as you know, it costs a lot of money to rehire, and right. you want to keep great employees. This you is a key point because they're gold. <laughs> it's. It, I was gonna say it's it's as just like you talked about it. For if you were increased retention, was it five percent? And it usually increases sales right. and profits mm-hmm. twenty five to seventy five percent. The equal and opposite impact is on retention and retraining and right. hiring costs and all of these other impact costs. So, so like the reverse by treating your staff well and looking at the internal 
brand and the internal customer service has a huge positive impact on your cost and, and your profits as well, because you don't, right. it, it ends up being cheaper to run your business because you've treated your customers well. It's, it, you right. know, it, it's this really great balancing act, it's, mm-hmm. you know, that people, right. I don't, I just don't think they, they recognize it all the time or like you get overwhelmed by, I mean, Lord knows if we're not overwhelmed, but after the year we've had, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I want to meet you because I need to get whatever Zen you have is, is, right. is the thing. But right. It's important. Right. It's right. Super, I, super important. Right. And, and I do understand that it, it's, 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 it, it can, you can be stretched thin um, as a manager or, and as an executive, you can be stretched thin, but I would say that it, it's, it's worth the time because if you have, uh, you're understaffed and because you're understaffed, customers are not being, um, you know, serviced the way they, they should be. Or if, if they're not, if they're disgruntled and they're, and they're, you know, spilling that into how they're giving service to your customers, that is, that is costing you the brand that is costing money that is costing reputation. And, and then you have to spend time, like you said, and money to get new new staff so it's just important it's 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 important to take time out like even if you you know put it in your calendar or assign that task to someone to to make sure that there's time set aside for for staff development and and making sure that your staff is being taken care of absolutely Mm -hmm. and i would tell people listening it's always no matter how thinly you feel stretched no matter Mm -hmm. how overwhelmed you feel if you're a manager or an executive it's always worth the effort and the time to understand Mm -hmm. what your customers are seeing and feeling and what your staff on the front lines is seeing and feeling. Because the truth of the matter is it happens in a hundred percent of organizations. This is almost like with death and taxes is that as an executive, if you don't go actively seeking out this feedback and the, and, and this knowledge, you don't get it. Right. Right. If you don't get it, you make decisions in a vacuum that may not be able to eat to implement or you make decisions that are 100 percent different than you would if you knew what was really going on. So you have to be active in that process. It's just super important because people just, you know, Mm -hmm. they have maybe they have fear of consequences. Mm -hmm. They don't even Mm -hmm. think to share this information. I mean, there's all these reasons. So you have to be active in that process. And it's right. Right. it's, It's just absolutely important that you get out of your office and go talk to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And (laughs) go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying like, I, and I understand because I've been a supervisor. uh, I've been a manager working directly with staff members that are directly on the front lines. So I I know that it's very stressful. And a lot of times there are decisions that are, you know, put uh, brought down from, from corporate and and different divisions and you have to relate certain changes that might affect morale. But if they know that you care and, and you're hearing them out, um, you'll see a lot, lot more positivity, yeah. definitely. And being empathetic and, and getting in touch and, and, know, and if your staff knows that you are in tuned and you're in touch with them and you sincerely uh, want to help them, you will get positive responses. And you will get that that staff loyalty. Yeah, there's no doubt. It's like the undercover boss thing. They, uh, right. <laughs> you know, as soon as somebody knows exactly what the what in the world's going on, um, or like somebody's listening to them, it changes the nature of the relationship, and that has a right. spillover effect to every aspect of your business. And right. for the people listening to this podcast, 
that should be like a wake-up call. Now, Melinda, where do people go to find you on the Internet? Yes, um, I have my website. It's called AboveTheLead.com. And you can go on that site, and I actually have um, resources there available uh, to find out ways that you can better connect with your customer. So that is available. Once again, it's uh, AboveTheLead.com, my website. Awesome. Well, Melinda, mm-hmm. thank you so much for s- spending some time with us today. I, I learned stuff. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I got notes all over the place over here. <laughs> yes, I, I, I had a great time. Thank you for having me. What did you think of my conversation with Melinda Holmes? It was her first podcast episode. I think she did a great job, right? She was really uh, had a lot of great stories about customer service to share. Send me an email. Let me know. It's daviddavewakeman.com. Check out my new website. It's davewakeman.com. Take advantage of the new the offer I'm giving you. 30 days of free email coaching with me, right? No strings attached, just as a way to promote the new website, to kickstart people's recovery from the pandemic. And, you know, to promote the idea that I'm going to do some cool new things to help add value, you know, uh, allow us to work together more easily and all kinds of stuff. So daviddavewakeman.com. Talk to my friends at Booking Protect. Like I told you at the start, refund protection rates have doubled since the pandemic started. It's a clear sign that people are looking for that security and peace of mind. So go to bookingprotect.com, hook up with my friends Simon, Kat, Kath, Haley, uh, and find out how you can offer refund protection to your clients and guests. Uh, come check me out at Ticket Summit in Las Vegas, the 15th to 17th. Um, I'll be floating around between the ECL or the ECHL, sorry, the ALSD and Ticket Summit, uh, 2 p.m. on Tuesday, though. Pricing panel with some really great people from around the world of ticketing. Um, check it out, ticketsummit.com. Let me know if you're going to be there. Uh, get my my <laughs> get my worksheet that I put together with my friends at Eventelect that helps you understand Net Promoter Score, what it is, why it's valuable, how to put it in context. Like I've said over and over again, uh, the 77 Net Eventelect is unbelievable. Right, it's up there with like Apple and Tesla and some of the most loved brands in the world. It's incredible. Um, we put together this worksheet to help you understand how to do it for yourself. You can learn some super valuable lessons by doing the process. It's at the easiest three simple questions. Okay, so get, send me an email, daviddavewakeman.com. I'll hook you up, okay? And then finally, check out my friends at Activity Stream. They've created this new uh, program called Activate. And Activate helps you take your email marketing to another level. Driven by the same AI platform that dr- drives the Activity Stream pr- uh, platform in general, Activate's designed to help people uh, recover from the pandemic, to engage their customers via email, to make their email more profitable, more effective, more relevant. Uh, if you haven't been keeping in touch with your customers throughout the pandemic, now is the best time I know to start doing it again. So check them out, activitystream.com. Uh, tell them Dave sent you. Finally, as I always say, Thank you so much for being here. Uh, It's uh, so great to still have lived through a pandemic or still the middle age of the pandemic even uh, and know that there's so many people that still listen, uh, still engage with my content, still find value in what I'm doing. Uh, Hopefully we're all going to get through this thing together. Um, If you need somebody to talk to, you know, you can always hit me up. I'm here for you. So Dave at DaveWakeman.com again. But thank you so much for listening. You know, it's so nice to know that people are listening Uh, and I will talk to you soon. Take it easy.